This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. The first piece is Rabbi Abinel as to why Akadosh um, Baruch chose only one Shevet to be the Meshach Yashem and so on. It says, chose one family, no czar, for two reasons. First of all, he says, is because the Kone Hashem needed to, he says, it required um, a, a tremendous amount of depth of understanding of Kaddish Baruch it wasn't just doing things it was people who did things out of a tefis and havana of the avoider, and what we call the Havanas and he said and, and there are a lot of things that prevent a person from having that type of yidiyah and so on and people need to make parnasa and their wives and their kids and um, uh, so people, as they are, need to take care of a lot of mundane things, they don't have the time for it. And that's why it says, one family that all of the Hishtablos should be to just continue to perfect themselves in Yedias They'll have nothing, no tirdis in terms of um, a livelihood, which is something that you couldn't find by all of Kai Israel. Um, and therefore, one mishpacha was set aside for Shlemus, and they were Bnei Aaron, Mitzara Avon, Mitzara Aim, they were dedicated to Avadis Shem Dafke. Kadosh then gave them Matnas Kahuna, and they were over in the Migdash for everyone else, and everybody else would do the mundane tasks. Now it's interesting. They, even though we, um, even though let's say for the Rambam in in when he writes about in Talmud Torah, when he writes about the uh, the uh, fact that everyone can and should integrate Torah and uh, together with doing some malacha and so on, but the Rambam points out you see a Kaddish Baruch was meyachet shevet Levi. And they were not allowed to engage in other things. And the reason is because for the vast majority of people, it's almost impossible to pursue a dual track where a person has to grow tremendously in learning Havana and Diyas Hashem and also take care of a, of a mundane life. They doesn't, it's, not, it's not easy at all, and it's very rarely what happened. So therefore, that's what he did. He took one shavit and said, okay, these are the people that are miyuchet for this, and everyone else is going to be supporting them. That was exactly the structure of Aaron Kaiso, of Kaiso Shevet Levi. And he says, why did he pick Shevet Levi? Because who felt they were the most, they were the ones that could most appropriately attain Shlemus. And from him, it was Aaron and Banov, they would be even more strong than the rest of the Shevet. Um, why didn't he choose, he says, Moshe's children? So he says, 
and it's a very interesting point. He says they didn't have the appropriate yichus from the mother because she was a midyanis. Whereas Bnei Aaron, both their mother and father had that yichus, and that's why they were chosen for it. So one thing he said is the fact that um, on a technical level, you needed to have people who are completely devoted to it. You couldn't have all the kinds of doing a little bit of this, a little bit of this, a little bit of this. And the truth is, as society has gotten more advanced, we understand it also. It used to be that everybody like, grew their own food, made their own clothing, pulled the teeth of their kids out, and, and did everything. Well, you were kind of self-sufficient farmers, self-sufficient everything. As society developed, that model doesn't work. And we, we, everybody develops specializations, and society as a whole is much richer for it. So one guy is specifically making radios, and one guy is baking bread, and one guy is playing music. It, that, that helps each of the trades become perfect. And one would like to think Torah should be the same thing. We don't, if a person were to make Torah one of his many activities, it's a good thing to do. But it would be hard to see a person would really become a Talmud Chacham Sholem. I mean, it's, it's just a side note, it's interesting that some of the people today who insist that a Rav have a dozen other activities that he's engaged in would, would be horrified if their cardiologist is engaged in a half a dozen other things. Um, they would see it as, as bringing down his level of competence and appropriately so and expertise in his field. And today we have enough knowledge and enough um, you know, enough activity within any one specific profession that, that specialization and subspecialization has become appropriately the in. And yet um, the the an Torah which which really requires a huge amount of knowledge and time and effort uh, people don't share that same sense about it. Really? Yes. On that last point, could that perhaps be because we expect more from Rabbeim now than it used to be? And it used to be one of the more already from a Rav. He didn't have to know what the halacha Well, I, I'm talking more about people who would like him. He must have a degree in English literature. Uh-huh. Um, one sees the ideal as to, uh, for the Rav as being someone who's also like in, in Yemen, where the rabbi was a silversmith, also besides being a rabbi. I'm not talking about, you're, you're right, within the rabbinic field itself, uh, it is a problem. And uh, it used to be, people don't realize, uh, in the old times, a rav in a town really said a drasha. Most rabbanim were not terribly competent Ashanim. They said a drasha once or twice a year, and they had a maggid whose job was to say drashas. The rav would pass from shaylas, but shaylas were very common. I mean, you, 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 it was part of life. Everybody had sh- a chicken, everybody shechted chicken, everybody's chicken had problems with the lungs or with the feet or whatever it is. And that was very, very common. The, um, the, 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 the level of um, the, the variety of other activities that we have today and is, is kind of modern and yes, it, it is an issue a lot of times. Then he says that second reason is Second point he says is very for a very different reason. He says um, 
in, since Avodah Hashem focuses around the um, it focuses around the theme of Achdus everything Avodah Hashem is unique one singular um, it is one place one Besamikdash one carbon and everything so there is one Kohen and he and only he is specified to do it Let, let's explain this a little bit the um, Every shevet has in itself the um, different qualities of that shevet, and the ways in which it expresses uh, um, relations to Hashem Baruch Each one is appropriate, but as a focal point, you want to have one, and everything should go through it, or else Hashem comes across as many. For instance, let's take a parallel. A Baruch Hu has there are, there are a whole bunch of names that are Kodesh, Sheva Saktosh, Sheva Saktosh, and each one is a holy name of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Each one represents a slightly different mid of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, even in terms of the names, whether it's Alakim, or Tzvokos, or whatever, um, Shakai. The, um, and yet, davening, you're only allowed to daven to Shem Havaya. It says, Zovech, Lehim Yechram, very famous Ramban, that if you daven to any but Yud K Vav K, you are um, doing something wrong. The um, one of the Yudgim Ikrim is to worship only Akharish Baruch Hu, meaning even though we understand Akharish Baruch Hu's Hanhaga to be divided amongst many different kohos that he chose, when it comes to davening, in other words, the focal point for where we're facing to is one place. That's why no matter where we stand on the globe, we, f- we, we face one point on the globe to Dabda um, Gashparahu. To, to, to so the, the, the ability to focus everything on one point is, um, is very much part of what is Hashem. I want to explain a Gemara like that. There's a famous Gemara that uh, you know, it, it says Bad David and Hemidam on on Tesvav, and then there's Yeralef and there's Gimel, and then Bo Chavakuf Hemidam on Achas Tzadik Munasi Yechia. So the shallow way of learning that Gemara is that everyone made the load much easier. That's Kfirah Chasashom. I mean, everyone has the same Shacharuf, the same amount of mitzvahs. You're not allowed to change that. What it means is that. Uh, they needed to bring it into sharper focus. What is the tachlis of Oras Hashem? Um, just like in science, for instance, we, our drive is we understand bits and pieces of the universe, we understand systems, and somehow we're, we, we, we intuitively feel that all the systems will lead will lead to a unified theory that there's one root and everything comes from it. The same thing is true, or certainly true, about Vodas Hashem. There are different parts, and they may be very in, 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 in great, in stark contrast to each other. Midas Adin and Midas Arachmim, and it's extremes, uh, whether uh, doing chesed to somebody versus killing a Sarah or a Molek might seem extraordinarily different but still, they all focus on one point. So, if, if different shvatim 
would be kind of the human bridge between man and Akadosh Baruch Hu, then Akadosh Baruch Hu would be seen as being, well, is it the God of Yisachar? Is it the God of Zvulun? Is it the God of Don? Is it the God of Naphtali? Like, what exactly is it? There are many gods. Shevet Levi is Meshosei Hashem. Shevet Levi is one particular Nekud of Chayisol, and that's Meshosei Hashem. Rebbe? Yes? How does this idea of chosen Shevet fit in with um, the idea that the Bechoros were supposed to be the ones who are supposed to do the Avoda at first? So, one has to say is, um, one, all Bechorim carry a common denominator. Um, I don't want to sound silly when we say that you know, firstborns are very similar. <laughs> I, I once heard from a very big Rebbe in Yerushalayim. He's one of the most famous Nechanchim, Rebbe Gamliel. He told me two firstborns are more likely to be similar than the firstborn and secondborn in the same family. Um, there is a certain tuna Bechor. Bechor gets Pishnayim. There is a certain attachment and a whole slew of other Milos um, and of, of of being firstborn. There's a famous word from the Ishbitzer says, So he says, Every Bechor is a Ben Asnu to some degree because you made all your mistakes with him. The, the, there's, um, you know, and there's a certain, obviously, tremendous Ava. So Bechor is all of us are alike. There's also a double Nekuda that is that Bechorim are in a certain sense the one in each family. A Bechor means that he was a one child at some point in his life. So, so if we're talking about a Nakuda of Echadus, of, of, of oneness, then every Bechor has specifically that quality more than anything else. So that's, that was the Inya Bechor uh, being there. Okay, the second one is Ramban, who explains a little bit about the Indian of the Bidya Kahuna. It says, the Pazik says, the big Begadim are Lechavod Ula Sepharis. So, one thing it says is, She Nichbad Umefur, Bimalbuch Nechbonifar. That the Kohen become a Mechubad and a Mefur through those Begadim. Meshama Kosov Kechos Nechayen Peer. They're all very royal. They, they, they all have some elements of royalty themselves. Things that the kings, that royalty wore at the time of terror was given. For instance, the kasonas, you see kasonas pasim, um, which meant it was embroidered. Then you have uh, the me'il the kasonas, he says. Um, he also, and he brings a pasuk for that. The um, uh, and he says that uh, you had a, a sonos passing the outside, and you had a meil. He also says by mitznefes you do a gam hayom lemalachim sarim dolim a headgear, a headdress of some sort malachim and sarim have, um, and that's why the pasuk uses as a metaphor when the collapse of of of, of the malchus happens. Says Hase Hametznefes Torah, the type of crown. Um, then he also says the Eifod Nechosh on the Bush Malchus, and he brings Araya from Daniel, and the Tzitz is Neizem Malachim, and so on. The Tchelos um, Gamayomi says 
is a terrible watch Chutz Melech Goyim. Chelos was a very royal, like the royal blue blood, you know, the blue blood and so on. Uh, like it says, Mordechai says Melchus Malchus and so on and so forth. And Tavshem Meil. Now, the um, the 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 Ramban's point. So fine, he says these are all royal garments and so on. But he says he adds a pshat. Lechavod ulosef eres. He says is sheyia nichbad umefur v'malbush nichbadim umefur. Aaron should become a nichbad and a mefur with those malbushim. I want to explain a little bit the omer that he's saying over here. Um, it says in the Gemara, Yechni is to call memnusa mechabdusa. The godim were called that which was mechabed, the person. The person himself changes when he dresses differently. And so, um, you take a little kid and he's always playing in sand and mud and you can't get him ever to wash or clean up. He, he becomes a mitzvah and you buy him a brand new suit, a nice suit. He becomes very careful with it, doesn't want to get it dirty because he feels different. Um, there's a reason why uh, um, a military person, part of what gives him his sense of being military is his uniform. Uh, my father, Zechariah Vracha, was from Lithuania. And, uh, he said, uh, he, he once told me Cossacks were an extraordinarily tough and cruel um, group. And somebody once asked, like, how do you turn a human being into a Cossack? It's, it's such, a, um, you know, such a fierce and cruel tribe. How does that transformation happen? So the person said, you take a pair of black material and sew pants, that was the uniform, you take red, um, you, you take red material and sew sort of a, um, it was like a ribbon down the pants, they, they had like red, uh, sort of a red ribbon down the length of the pants, I don't, I don't know the right name for it, and he said, and stuff it with a medium-sized Russian, and you have a Cossack. In other words, the, the, the point of that veritable was it, the uniform has a lot more... When you see yourself as a Kazakh, you act as a Kazakh. Um, the, 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 the power of clothing to define a person to himself is, is incredible. There are a lot of psychological experiments done like that. We have a group of quote-unquote prisoners and a group of quote-unquote jailers. And a lot of times it's just the uniform or the dress or whatever it is that makes a difference. Being a nichbad, my, my Rebbe, Chaim uh, Shavitz, used to speak about this. And I remember as young Bachman, we couldn't understand what he wanted. He spoke about the, about the importance of being a nichbad. In other words, a person carries himself, and a person, a person is, is harder for him to do an Avera when he's a nichbad than when he's not. Um, there's a famous, the morale says, uh, revolver brings down by somebody eats in a, uh, in a, in a shuk, and he, uh, he's pasleidus. So Rashi says, because the person's like a nivze, and so what will stop him from saying false edus? A, a person who sees himself as an honorable member of society um, stops at the thought of doing something dishonorable. But if a person doesn't see himself as being a very honorable person, 
what, what's stopping him? He doesn't have any dignity to lose, doesn't have any honor to live up to. So the person, the person is very easy to do things he shouldn't. The, the midah of being a nichbah, that a person carries off with dignity, that a person dressed in the fight, um, the, 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 the uh, yeshiva bach uniform that's developed is not, it's not so much, n- none of the shemayinah begadim that yeshiva bach wears has any specific kabbalistic meaning to it. I mean, the chassidus begadim actually have all sorts of meaning to it, but they don't, but they were, they're meant to portray a very, very, um, dignified person. In other words, you're wearing a suit and a tie and a, and, a, and, a, and a hat and everything. It's sort of meant to be formal. It's meant to be, the person is meant to be a nichbat through it. And if a person is a nichbat, there's a tendency to stay away from affairs and so on. When Kohanim dress um, differently, they become um, themselves elevated through it. They think of themselves as Hashem and so on. Yes, Rabbi. Um, what's the Ramban or the Ramban focus on Malchus here? I mean, there was an I- there's an idea of a, of a Melech, and the Kohen right. is not that. So why is he? Well, I- in the sense, the 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 the, the, the of Malchus are not so much an expression of Malchus as of Chshivas. In other words, th- there are no other in in in, in, in by for instance, the priests clothing were very avodazardic, so we couldn't put them priest clothing because every, every avodazard had its own unique nature. So, so therefore, um, it was specifically um, Malchus, which is Chashivas, that's all. Then he brings her in a Bechayat to the Kavos of Paris, Al-Derech Hapshach, she iskavet behem, that the person should express um, his, his, the, the fact that he's elevated above the rest of the Kali Yisrael. Well, the fish are carrying Godel, a Malach Hashem Tzvakas, Eitzel Echidimin Avodah, being that he is above everyone in the realm of Avodah, Yitzavatel al Bishop, being the Malachus, was the Malach Nichbat, the Foyt Halamon, was the Sholem Bekol. So he, since this is what he really is, Akadish Prophet said these clothing fit him, and and they are. And so on. So the knech that the Rabbi Mechaya adds is that this is for the sake of the people that they appropriate, re- appropriately recognize Gengalah for what he is. Now, so this is one level of Pshat, the Rabbi and pretty much similar, each one in its own way. Now they both are going to say the next piece of Pshat that is unique. Valderech HaEmes now, let's talk, this is a little bit of drop, more pneumistic, let's talk a little about this. So, his second shot is that they are appropriate expressions of the Shekhinah that 
has two needles that are um, that are expressed in the Koyan and 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 Zavoda. So the covered Olusifares means they are the covered and Tiferes of that which is fills them as they're doing a Vaida and it's a So they need to wear this clothing to reflect a Kajparakul's covenant tiferes. Um, I want a little bit to describe this um, about the, the the point of it. The word covenant tiferes is used in Kajparakul. Let's, for all practical purposes, assume it's synonymous. It is using the word covenant tiferes synonymous. We'll, we'll, we'll maybe see soon the distinction between covenant tiferes. Um, Any time. I have. We know that for us, Gaiva is a terrible media. And yet, by Kaddish Baruch Hu, it's Kael Geos and his Spiralite and so on. And the answer is the, the expression is Kavod and Tiferes are the expression of the Cheshivas of something which, even though looks the same like the other, but the covenant affairs is meant to delineate the unique qualities it has. So, for instance, I, there are ten people sitting in the room. One of these people is a very big Talmud Chacham. So, the covenant I give to him acknowledges that mitzias, um and, and so on. The, the Amelech, a Kain Gadol, and so on. All of these are people who are elevated above the rest. Akarish Baruch's Shina, wherever Akarish Baruch's Shina is, it is it, it, we, we need to show its chshivas. We need to show it as being. Um, we need to recognize it by um, you know showing its it, its covenant affairs. So the covenant affairs in this case is the. Um, the, 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 the showing that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the Shechin is here and it's unique the um, let's see also Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar maybe we'll spend a minute talking about the difference in the two V'aderech HaKabola L'chavad Olseferes Yoma V'asisibik V'kodesh Ayin HaKichach She Mishamash Ben L'chavad Olseferes Kloma L'kvod Hashem HaShochem B'Sochem V'Olseferes Yisrael which is um, um, so Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar and Rabban both say the same thing that there are two Midas in HaKadosh Baruch Hu that are called Kavod and Teferis and those Midas are reflected the Midas of Hashem of Kavod and Teferis are reflected through the Big Day Kahuna they have both themselves Kavod and Teferis I want to explain the distinction between Kavod and Teferis the both they have obviously a sim- similar component but the two midas. The Ramban that we saw before says that the Tiferes is the base of Migdash, or Mekom Raglov 
שמקום בית המקדש מכובד בכבוד השם. So, אני מבין את זה פוסק, לפייר מוקו מקדושי ומקום רגלי אחבי. So, כבוד is the internal meter of Shivas. For instance, um, if, I, if I say a person that is a nichbod, what I mean to say is, it's not that he projects Shivas above me, but there's something about him, he's not easily um, swayed, he, 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 he is somebody who is, um, you know, He doesn't fly all over the place. He doesn't fly off his handle. He, he doesn't grab food. Nichbodus is the internal um, sense of the gravita, the, the, the fact that the person himself is not, is not a lightweight. He doesn't flutter. The, the word kavod, coming from the same word as heavy, kafed, means the thing has a lot of, he's a very weighted person. So kavod is the internal chshivas of the thing. Um, the tiferes is a projection outwards that says, and I am superior to you. So the kavod is my own bearing. I don't run, I don't fly off the handle, I don't say things all over the place. I, I carry myself with great dignity, what we would call dignity. And tiferes is where I mark my superiority to that which is around. That's covenant affairs. The Mokom Raglai, in other words, the place that I stand on is the covenant. That's sort of the solid base. It, 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 its hallmark is weightiness, solidity, and firmness, and so on. And then on top of a Mokom that is Nichbad, and, and, and that's why even when it's Shomeim, I can't, there's Kedusha even in the Mokom and the Shomim. Then, on a Mokom that is very strong and solid, I put on a layer of Teferis. And that is a projection of its superiority above the other. So I say, okay, um, so-and-so is a very, very Chasher person. And therefore, he will now be in charge of X, Y, or Z. Um, so, Covenant Teferis itself Kavod is the more internal element of the thing's inherent dignity, um, weightiness, etc. And Teferis is where it rises above the other. So Begodim serve two functions in a person. They are the most rudimentary level of Kavod Adam. Um, by by uh, Noach, he was humiliated when Vayiskal Vesachalo, when he was uncovered. Whatever the uncovered means over there, but uncovered is the way the Torah describes it, and covering is a covered. That so begodim, just the very essence of the begodim are covered, and the fact that the begodim are um, are embroidered, the fact that they that that they're made of material that is better than other people's material, that's a teferis. So the covered teferis are similar things, but they're layers. Covers an internal layer, the first the outer layer, and that was the that was like the Okay.